You're now listening to the world famous Change Your Mind. Change Your Mind. Change Your Life. Change Your Life. Podcast. Broadcasting worldwide with your host, Robert Paisola. Ladies and gentlemen, give way for Robert Paisola. Broadcasting on 107.1 on the Man Cave Podcasting Network and beaming worldwide on the SpectaVision Satellite Radio Network live from Las Vegas. Today's episode is brought to you by Mercedes-Benz, featuring sleek luxury and pure elegance. Visit your local Mercedes-Benz dealer today and take advantage of exceptional deals for 2022. Bringing you the top news and guests from around the globe on finance, credit, life, or just how to fix that dent in your pocketbook from COVID-19. It's Robert Paisola. Next guest is warning that a massive market crash is coming in October. Robert Kiyosaki is an entrepreneur, personal finance guru, and the author of more than 26 books, including the international bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert, good to have you back with us. Oh, thank you, Michelle. I, I, I appreciate your uh, being part of your program. Thank you. Well, we appreciate your insight, and we want to get those insights on this October crash. Secretary Yellen is warning that if Congress doesn't raise the debt limit by October 18th, that there'll be a financial crisis, a calamity, as she calls it. Is this what you think will trigger this October crash? Well, I think it's already been triggered, personally. Because uh, after I posted that market crash, you know, the S&P 500 is really the S&P 7. And it's being held up by Treasury Secretary Yellen and Powell. So there's no correlation between the economy and what Yellen and Powell are doing. Now, I'll make, I say one more thing is that I'm a little strange in that I like crashes. So this next crash is going to be really, really good. But it'll bring down gold, silver, Bitcoin stocks. But the good news is, is a crash is a good time to get rich. So that, that's why I'm optimistic, and I'm very optimistic on gold, silver, and Bitcoin, not on stocks. All right. Well, let's let's first focus on the equity side of this crash, and then talk about gold, silver, and Bitcoin. So, what do you think essentially really triggers this when you say crash? How many percentage points are you talking here? What do you anticipate? Well, the, the big debate is, is there inflation or deflation? And if you look historically, what's happened today is the nominal debt, GD, debt to GDP is a correlation of M2, the volume of money, times the velocity of money. Right. And, and the reason Yellen and Powell are scrambling is because they've expanded M2, so everybody thinks it's going to be inflation. But velocity of money, which is what Jim Records and I always talk about, the velocity of money is plummeting. People are not spending. So they pump all this money in, prices go up. Meanwhile, the Asians are catching up now. They're, 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 the ports are finally open, so it's a tra- it is transitory inflation. But the problem is we're stacked with this massive debt and, and all it's done is bump up the stock market and real estate market. The money has not gone into the economy. That's the sad part. So the rich get richer, but the poor and middle class are getting poorer. It is tragic what's happening today. 
So what sets this off? Do you anticipate that there won't be some kind of way to raise the debt ceiling come October 18? Well, they can do all they like, but I'll just say it again. It's M2, which is money supply times velocity. Right, but what's the trigger? What is the trigger that all of a sudden destroys investor confidence, which is already a little shaky at the moment when investors really look at the fundamentals, but what's the trigger that really shatters investor confidence in in the equity markets? Well, I don't know what it'll exactly be, but you can't keep printing fake money. You know, that's M2. And the velocity of money keeps dropping, but the debt keeps going up. So you and I don't have to go to Harvard to understand. (laughs) That's not good. So they're just going to keep doing the same old thing. And meanwhile, you know, that's what we're doing today is actually going to kill kill the economy too, because you and I are now on, let's say, Zoom. So technology is going to wipe out more jobs. Like, who's going to fly? Who's going to stay at a hotel? You know, I, I can now do more seminars in a day. You know, I, I did one the other day. I, I was I did a recording in Europe. I did one in the States, and then that evening I did one in Singapore. Why did I don't climb on an airplane? So meanwhile, they're trying to keep these dead industries afloat, and somebody's going to say, hey, it cannot go much further, and it's coming this October because the velocity of money is now too slow. Savings are going up. Spending is going down. Well, look, I mean, technology can be deflationary, as you say, but, you know, when it comes to in-person meetings and webinars and conferences, uh, you can't really replace that that in-person connection that you get. But yeah, to your point, the fact that people are having Zoom meetings has certainly uh, reduced business travel, certainly very much for, for the time being. I'm interested, though, Robert, why you say that when this equity market crashes, that gold, silver, and Bitcoin are all going to crash as well. This is going to be the biggest crash in world history. We have never had this much debt pumped up. Debt is the biggest problem of all, but that's called M2, money supply. And the debt to GDP ratio is out of sight. So when it comes down, which it brings everything down with it, uh, that's when I'm going to be buying more gold, silver, and Bitcoin. If I, if I could if I could say a couple more things, as a publisher's book is called The Capitalist Manifesto. It comes out November 10th. And I want to give people the big picture. The reason I don't care for Yellen or Powell, because they're both Marxist. And when I say that, I get nailed. But I will, I will read you a quote from Lenin. Okay, this is Vladimir. He says, the establishment of a central bank, this is a direct quote, is 90% of a communizing of a nation. That's Yellen and Powell. And the other, <coughs> other statement from Lenin is, and this is in manifesto here, the best way to destroy the capitalist system is to debauch the currency. So, Michelle, every time I've been on your program, I just say the same thing. I like gold over Bitcoin because I don't trust the Treasury. <laughs> I don't trust the Fed. And, you know, Ron Paul said we should end the Fed. I agree with them. They're actually Marxist organizations. And that's what I cover in my book coming out November 10th, the Marine Corps birthday, is we need the capitalist manifesto. And that's why gold, silver, and Bitcoin are for capitalists. Well, I'm going to focus a little bit on what you said uh, with with a Marxist angle, because this, to your point, 
plays right into it, this conversation that with the political impasse over raising the debt ceiling, that talk of a trillion dollar platinum U.S. coin has now returned to Washington. Now, this would be unprecedented, but not necessarily illegal. Uh, there's a 1997 law, which in theory allows the Treasury Secretary to authorize a platinum coin at the value of his or her discretion. So in theory, Yellen could mint a $1 trillion platinum coin and deposit it in the Federal Reserve, and that ceiling issue solved. Now, look, it's, it's an accounting gimmick to people with... Uh, critical thinking, but what do you make of this platinum coin idea? Do you think it happening? And if it does happen, what impacts do you think it would have? I'd say it's desperate people doing desperate things. And as you and I know, this, the stock market, like I said, it's not, it's not the S&P 500, it's the S&P 7. And the separation between the stock market and the economy has, has never been worse. You know, I, I I'm, I'm just disturbed because the money is staying only in the investor market. Every time the Fed does something, the Treasury does something, only guys like me get richer. But the money is not going into the real economy. They're not investing. They haven't invested for years in plant and equipment. So we have massive, massive unemployment and underemployment. And that's why I quote Lenin, the establishment of a central bank is 90% of communism. And the best way to destroy a capitalist system is to botch the currency. That was in 1971 that Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard. So in this book here, I kind of woke up in 1972 as a Marine pilot flying in Vietnam. And I went behind enemy lines in Vietnam looking for gold because it was illegal in 1972 for Americans to own gold. And, and yet you say that, uh, Robert, that gold is going to crash in, in this, is along with the equities, along with everything else. So how does one protect one assets if this uh, crash that you're predicting does indeed happen, if you're saying that gold's going down with it too? Well, because I, I bought gold when it was $350 an ounce. You see, every professional investor knows it's not when you sell, it's when you buy. So I bought Bitcoin at 6000 and 7000 so I'm just saying, I can't, I'm a pure capitalist. When markets crash, it's the best time to get rich. So I, I'm getting very excited about a crash coming because the better stocks will come available. Da, da, da. Unfortunately, Michelle, there will be massive social unrest. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm more concerned about because we have not reinvested. We've, the Fed and the Treasury have only invested in the investor class. They haven't invested in the working class. And the working classes without jobs, without pay, without this, their 401ks are going to get toasted. And that's why I'm, why I'm more saying uh, I don't like what's happening. I mean, I live in Arizona. Our southern border is wide open. In Afghanistan, they armed the Taliban. And then they took our weapons, they gave our best weapons to Russia and China. And now the Taliban will use our weapons against our only ally in the region, Israel. Something really strange is going on, Michelle. So that's why I wrote this book a while ago, called The Capitalist Manifesto. We have to fight back against socialism and Marxism. So for an investor watching this and seeing the economic fundamentals crumble, as you point out that they are, seeing the geopolitical unrest 
and tension. What can an individual investor that's getting this information from you do in anticipation of this? Well, number one, watch Kitco News. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I have this little headsets on. I've tuned in to YouTube and all the, the financial markets 24-7. And that, that's a little, one of the best things about technology. This uh, COVID thing really pushed up technology. And I love YouTube. I, 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 get, I listen to some of the most smart guys on planet Earth. And I was, I was listening to Lacey Hunt, you know, and he's talking about deflation. Then I listen to records, and he talks about deflation. And, the, and Yellen and uh, Powell, who work for the Fed and for the Treasury, they both work for the Fed, which, again, is a communist organization. He'll say so in here. Time to wake up is what I'm saying. All right, and but what, what, what should you do? Are you saying get out of equities, get out of your positions, stay in cash and keep that cash on the sideline to take advantage of the crash? What are you saying that uh, an investor who's watching Kitco, who's watching these other channels, who's watching your channel should potentially do in order to best protect their portfolio? Well, that's a great question because the only reason you'd be worried, it really goes back to what, was your, what did you buy? Yeah. Remember, your profit is made when you buy, not when you sell. So I remember in 2000, gold went down to like 300 or something like this. I thought I died and went to heaven. I just backed up the truck. So when Bitcoin went to, let's say, 20,000, I was going, well, that's kind of interesting. So when it backed down to three, then it rebounded to six. I picked it up at six. And that's 41 today. <clears throat> so your profits are made when you buy, not when you sell. So if you're worried about your position, you probably bought too high. So you're holding on to your gold, silver, and Bitcoin, clearly. Um, do you think that after this October crash happens that there'll be significant appreciation, a significant rally of all of those assets afterwards? I believe so. I am very, that's why I started this whole thing. I am very bullish gold, silver, and Bitcoin, but I'm very anti-Fed and Treasury. And I think it's very interesting that Yellen came from the Fed, and I may, I may repeat, Glennon, again, the establishment of a central bank is 90% of communizing a nation. That's in this book, Capitalist Manifesto. I think we better wake up because our academics, our school teachers, are Marxist. And I'm not saying that bad, my poor dad was a Marxist, but he didn't know it. He's a good man, he's a school teacher, but he didn't know anything about money, nothing. And so that's what they're teaching our kids. They're teaching woke, critical race theory. I don't know what else is, sexual gendering and all this. Going, hey, why don't you just learn to buy gold, silver, Bitcoin, and be okay? <laughs> and I, 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 I've been accused of being a racist so many times. I go, and then I was accused of being a white supremacist. And I looked in the mirror and said, no, I'm still Asian. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Marine. <laughs> and, and, and we thank you for your service. Now, um, you... You touched on Afghanistan, and I do want to talk to you a little bit more about that because um, there is concern that the debacle in Afghanistan has essentially eroded faith in the U.S. military and the U.S. government. And if essentially the dollar is backed by the full faith of the U.S. government, once there is a decline of faith in the U.S., that that essentially means an erosion of faith in the U.S. dollar. 
And the Afghanistan move could embolden China to act against Taiwan or create other geopolitical tensions. And then the Biden administration may be revealed as ineffective there again, and that would further erode confidence in the dollar. So what are the long-term consequences, do you think, on the U.S. dollar and economy of the Afghanistan withdrawal? Well, it just shows how cowardly Biden is. They put a Marine lieutenant colonel in jail, you know, because he criticized our Joint Chiefs of Staff. They put him in, they put him in solitary. What's happening to this country? But the interesting thing is, because I'm always, you always got to be optimistic, is China then flew uh, their jets over Taiwan. Now, that's really good news, is because Arizona is known as Silicon Desert. So Arizona already has Taiwan semiconductors being manufactured here. So when people say, well, how come you're in Arizona? It's hot. I said, because Taiwan semiconductors is here. So you're predicting that there'll be tensions between China and Taiwan, which will then benefit Arizona because it's well positioned to take over the I think, big semiconductor I, sector. I think this Biden and Kamala, I'm not Republican or Democrat, it's a free country. You want to be a communist, you want to be a Marxist, you want to be a fascist, you want to be a Republican or Democrat. I'm a capitalist. I just look at things like this and I think what what happened in Afghanistan, because I was part of 1975, the evacuation of Saigon. What we have done, we sold America down the drain. And I'm a Marine. I went to military school. And so I'm pretty hard line on that, but I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. I don't, I don't believe these politicians. Donald Trump and I are good friends. I know he's hated, but he and I are good friends. He's a capitalist like me. Kamala and Biden are Marxists. Well, of course, it's still a free country, still, for the most part, so you're still entitled to your opinion, although sometimes one thinks differently with the way the cancel culture plays yeah. out. I do want to get your opinion on this idea of a digital dollar, a so-called Fed coin, central bank digital currencies that the U.S. may follow in China's lead which means that there will be total control of every single currency unit. Do you think that this could happen in the U.S.? Michelle, you're, I think you're on the pulse. I'm more afraid of the uh, Fed coin than anything else. It'll totally be central control of the economy and our lives. They'll monitor everything we do by how we spend our money. Our freedom will be gone. So the Fed coin and what happened in China, they just denounced Bitcoin. It's, I think they want to take away all of our rights with gold, silver, and crypto and go back to full centralized control. Just look at it again. Janet Yellen came from the Fed. So does this guy Powell. It's now the Treasury and the Fed are one centralized government. So I would suggest you study your history and study your just look at it. Look at the borders. I mean, in Arizona, we had 34,000 undocumented immigrants cross our border. Why are they doing that? And I talked to this guy, Sheriff Mark Lamb, who is the sheriff of Pinal County. He says the federal government is tying their hands. They cannot do anything to stop these immigrants from coming across. So that's why I wrote this book here, The Capitalist Manifesto. Is something is fishy going on. It's been going on for years. So that's why the book starts with me flying in Vietnam, going behind enemy lines to buy gold, 
1972, an American owning gold was illegal. So I bought my first gold coin, a South African Kruger ran in Hong Kong, and I became a criminal because in 1972, I had to smuggle that damn Kruger ran into the U.S. <clears throat> I still have that Kruger ran today. I paid 50 bucks for it. So I'll say it again. Your profit is made when you buy, not when you sell. So I'll, I'll probably never sell that Kruger ran. I don't have to. Well, but Robert, you just said that, that you do anticipate um, that the government may make Bitcoin illegal, especially if there is the Fed coin, the central bank digital currency, taking uh, the People's Bank of China's lead there, which, as we said, is uh, tremendously disconcerting in that it is a complete eradication of privacy and total government control. So if you think that the government is going to step in and outlaw Bitcoin, why does it make sense to invest in Bitcoin? Well, right now, it's, it makes sense to get out of the reach of the Fed and the Treasury. Let me read you one more statement from this book, Capitalist Manifesto. It's by Lenin. Fascism is capitalism in decay. So therefore, that, it's not just Fed coin. We're forced to wear a mask. We're forced to get vaccinated. Uh, as we as we speak, thousands of uh, healthcare workers are losing their jobs. Military officers are losing their jobs. This is fascism. So. Fedcoin is one more step into fascism. So what I am doing is I am buying gold, silver, Bitcoin, and cash, and I hate to say this, wallets, because I got I got deplatformed for that, because they're going to start track with this blockchain. They can track everything. So they can, as I forgot the comedian, but he said, uh, they're going to track you by your bullet. So they can they can track everything now. So I want everything possible, gold, silver, Bitcoin, and my bullets, that are not trackable. You cannot trace me. So as I've said on Kitco many times, and I love you guys, is that gold is for saving, silver is for spending, and silver and bullets are for protecting. You've got to control that for yourself. And, and where do you see Bitcoin and Ethereum fitting into this picture? We're going to become outlaws. We're already outlaws. I mean, when I talk to the young hodlers and all this stuff, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to be their great-grandfather, but we're, we're still rebels, you know. We still refuse to have our hands tied and let off to jail like the Marine Lieutenant Colonel did for criticizing the Joint Chiefs of Staff. We're losing our freedoms, Michelle. I'm a Marine. I didn't fight for Bitcoin or gold. I fought for our freedoms. I didn't fight for Republicans or Democrats. I fought for our freedoms. And so that's really my concern today. That is my concern. We're losing our freedoms. And that's why I wrote Manifesto. And all the quotes in there, we've been warned for years. We have been warned for years. Let me read you Khrushchev's warning from the back of the book. This is your children's children will live under communism. You Americans are so gullible. No, you won't accept communism, all right. But we will keep feeding you small doses of socialism until you finally wake up and you find you already have communism. We will not have to fight you. We will weaken your economy until you fall like an overripe fruit into our hands. Nikita Khrushchev, 1959. We've been warned for years, Michelle, but people don't listen. The problem is our academic system. We don't teach anything about money. And we teach people critical race theory and, and all of they teach uh, racism. Why don't we teach them about money? 
That's, that was Rich Dad for years and years and years. Why don't we teach kids about money? And money is called sovereign today, Bitcoin. Well, speaking of Rich Dad, Robert, and, and certainly one can see that there, the pandemic has created an environment for unprecedented control over people. And we know that there have been pockets of uprising against this. But this is a, an economic channel, so I'm going to bring it back to an investment advice. You've long advocated for investing in real estate as a source of income, one of the biggest premises of Rich Dad Poor Dad. Do you still suggest investing in real estate in the real estate market now? Absolutely. You want to invest in things that last. That's gem records. Invest in what lasts. But this is the key. Let me explain something. Behind me is my cash flow board game. There's two tracks on the board game. There's a rat race, which is a 401k guy. And then there's a fast track. That's a capitalist track. In other words, this is it here. Okay, so this is my little, this is book two of the Rich Dad series, ESBI. So our schools teach us to be employees and self-employed like doctors, lawyers, and stuff like this. Capitalists teach people to be business owners or brand owners and investors. But the only way you get out of the rat race is via a thing called a financial statement. So if you read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and if you read Cash Flow Quadrant and you play the cash flow game, you have to have a financial statement. Your financial statement is what your banker wants to see. So when I go talk, I just borrowed $31 million a couple of weeks ago for a piece of property in Austin, Texas. If I didn't have a strong financial statement, I couldn't borrow $31 million. And so what's happening today is the poor middle class who, are, who went to school, they got their jobs and all this stuff, they're being wiped out while the rich are getting richer because everything the Fed prints stays in the asset class, not the business class. So we're screwing our own people by not reinvesting in plants and equipment for jobs. And the Fed and the Treasury are destroying our country. You've been listening to the world famous Change Your Mind, Change Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast. We hope we've helped you get on the road to do both. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook, Clubhouse, Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasting, Google Podcasting, and Instagram at Rob underscore Pisola. Reach out to us by phone at 1-800-373-8913 and send your questions or comments to VIP at westerncapitalmedia.com. Until next time, this has been the world-famous Change Your Mind, Change Your Life podcast. 